Yes, praise God. I woke up for a Bible study. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Heavenly Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus. And Father, we come praising you. We honor you. You are magnificent in all your ways. Ancient of days, you are the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. Father, you are God who is our Father. So we thank you. And Father, tonight we're going to the Bible study. First, I want to thank you for all those who are on the call and that, they're, and that you'll touch their you'll speak to their hearts, Father, and you transform their minds. Father, we thank you for our pastor. We thank you for his heart. And, Father, we thank you that your word is alive and your word is alive in us. Your word is constantly transforming us. Your word is, your word is, 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 is who we are. You're giving us a deeper, a deeper revelation of who we are in you. So, Father, we thank you for that. We thank you most of all for loving us and demonstrating your love towards us in sending your son. So again, Father, we give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. You, you alone are worthy. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. All right. And ever and ever. Amen. All right. Now, I know I've said this before. I don't know. The last time I've said it, but I always I always kind of teach along these lines because these are the things that are, are most important to us as believers. It's very important. Very yes, recording. It's very very important that the believer know the difference between the legal side of redemption and the vital side of redemption. Notice what I said. There's two terms I'm using here: the legal side of redemption and the vital side of redemption. Okay, so one, for one thing, the legal side is, or the legal is always in the past tense, always in the past tense, all right? And it is what God has done for us in Christ. It's what God's done for us in Christ Jesus. The legal begins on the cross, and it ends when Christ sat down at the right hand of the Father. Okay? The vital begins with the new birth. And it ends when we leave our personal habitation, which is what? Our body. And go be with the Lord. The vital is what he's doing in me today. It's what he's doing in and through me today. Taking the things of Christ and building building them into me. Building them into us. That is what the vital side of our redemption is. There's a legal side of our redemption, and then there's a vital side. And right now, what we're working on through our Bible studies, most importantly, is a vital side of of our redemption. All right? It began when I first accepted Christ as my Savior and confessed him as my Lord. Amen? When that happened, the Holy Amen. Spirit overshadowed, overshadowed me, and he poured into my spirit eternal life. He, he brought my spirit alive. He put his life, he put his nature in me, the nature of the Father, and I became a child of God. You became a child of God the moment you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You see, we take a lot of these things for granted, not intentionally. We just take it for granted. What does it mean to be a child of God? More than the natural mind can even comprehend. It's impossible for the natural man, the natural mind to be able to comprehend that without the help of the Holy Spirit. 
All right? So all that he did for me can be done. All that he did for me, now it can be done in me. In other words, his word becomes a part of me. His word becomes a part of me. In other words, he opens his word up to me. And when he opens his he, when he opens it up to me, he unveils himself in his word. Who else do you know does that? Could do something like that. You see, you can read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation ten thousand times over. If if the vital side of our redemption isn't working, you'll never understand any of it. He opens up his word to me. He unveils, in his word, he unveils himself and begins to build that word into me. He begins to build it in me, and I become, and I access that word. I make that word my reality, and I experience, I experience the power or the life that's in that word. Amen. Amen. And as I come to understand the spiritual significance of his word, I become Jesus-like. I become more like him. Let me give you a a perfect example. Turn your Bibles to John chapter 15, and we're going to read verse 7. We'll start at verse 7, okay? John 15, verse 7. I want you to remember if you got questions, don't bypass me. Don't you know, don't don't put it off. We can save comments to the end of Bible study, but your but your questions we need to have them answered tonight. John chapter fifteen and verse seven. And it says this. Ma'am, you reading it? Or am I reading it? John fifteen says Yeah, just read we'll start at verse seven here. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. Let's look at a couple of things here. First thing is this. I love this. I love this. And this, I tell you that our lives are to bring God glory. All right? And it says this, he says, herein, the second part of that verse, is my Father glorified. When? If we abide in him and his word abides in us, we can ask what we will and it shall be done for us. Right? And herein is God glorified that you and I as believers bear much fruit. And, sh- and then, you know, it goes on to say, so shall you be my disciples. But for us, it would be so, are you my children? You bear much fruit. Now, listen, once again, let's notice what it means. If you abide in me, when I was born again, I came into Christ. That's the vital aspect of, of the divine life. And it, and it illustrates this. I am the vine, and you are the branches. Jesus says, I am the vine. And you are the branches. Right? So the branch is in the vine. The same way Jesus is the vine 
and we're the branches, and we are in the vine. We're part of the vine. Now, if my word abides in you, the word lives in me. Listen to this. The word lives in me, or, or lives in you. Yeah, I like to make it personal, but it's about every believer. In the measure that we experience it. I'm telling you. The the measure that we walk in it, that's how much it lives in us. As much as we can as much as we can receive in our in uh revelation into our hearts, that's to the degree that we're gonna walk in it. We're gonna experience it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Don't everybody jump to the phone at the same time. All right. <laughs> make, let me sense. know you. Amen. Amen. All right. So I'm the vine. He uses the vine with the branches. The branches in the vine. It is a part of the vine. We are a part of the vine. Now, Hallelujah. My spirit, or, well, my spirit gets excited when my heart is full of the word. Just as my body feeds on food, my spirit feeds on that. It witnesses that. Glory to God, the goodness of the word and the power of the word. So as I meditate on the word, I let it have a free reign in me. I let the word have free reign in me. You and I, we have the ability to let the word reign on. Once we make the word our priority, once we, we that we, we, you know, the vital side of our redemption or living and experiencing it is when we allow the word to live in us unlimited, uh, without limit. Okay? Thank you, Jesus. So how do we do it? We study his word. We meditate on the word. All right? And I let, as, I medita- as I meditate on the word of God, then I'm allowing it <clears throat> to move in me, to have free course in me, to reign in me, teaching me and governing me. The word will both teach you and it governs you. Then I recognize, once it adds, at some point, we get to the point where we recognize the lordship of the word over us. The Lordship. He rules. The word now begins to rule and reign on the inside of us. How many people want the word to reign on the inside of them? To rule them? Amen. Yes. Amen. I yes. do it too. Amen. The word is a part of the Father himself. And the Father is love. So I, I let the word live through me while the spirit builds God's love nature in me. Then he says, you shall ask what you will. Glory to God. There's one translation. I, can't, I don't know which one it is. It says, demand your rights. That means that taking my place as a son or a daughter, as a member of his family, I have come to appreciate my position in Christ and I... And uh, I'm laboring together with him. The scripture tells us that we labor together with him. I've taken Jesus' place in his absence. 
while he's not here. I'm doing the Father's will as Jesus did his uh, did in his earth walk. I'm not a slave. I'm not just some old servant. I'm a son who serves the Father with his with his children. Isn't this a special place to be? I'm a I'm a son of love. I'm carrying out the will of my Father. Why? Oh, because yes. I let Yes, because I allow the word to reign in me. And so now having the word built into me, I come to know what his will is. I know what his will is. You know, it's so funny. I think I mentioned this. I mentioned this in North Carolina yesterday at Bible study. I said, people used to say, well, I'll talk to you soon. I'll see you tomorrow if it be the Lord's will. That was so cliche God's will is so much greater than whether or not I'm going to see you tomorrow. His will is so big. His will is his word. You'll never have to wonder what God's will is. He will always tell you. He's always revealing his word. Anybody know what the name Jehovah means? Well, he's the almighty God. He's the self-existing one who reveals himself. He doesn't want anything hid from us. He's constantly revealing himself to you and I. Amen? Amen. Yes, he's constantly revealing his word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You see, I come to know his will. I'm not worrying about his will. I know it. I'm one with his will. I know his will. So if you look at the end of that verse, uh, the verse, oh, was it verse seven? Verse seven, we did that. Let me go back to it. Read verse seven again. Read the end of seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the second part of that verse. You shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. All right, read the next verse. Here is my Father glorified that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. So shall you be my disciple. I know what his will is. I know it's going to be done unto me. It says the last part of it, and it shall be done unto you, or it shall be uh, gendered unto you. Or give one translator. It says he gives that it shall it shall give birth. That word that word's going to give birth in you and through you and for you. Mm-mm-mm. It is it's to be born unto you. Amen? Mm-hmm. Amen. If you abide in me and my words have their place in you, this is another translation, you will pray to the Father and he will create or give birth to the thing, making it come to pass. He will make it come to pass. Because you are the branch of the vine and you're the bear you're bearing God's fruit. This is a whole different scenario here. This is a whole other angle. You're, 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 you're bearing. You're bearing God's fruit. Amen? Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. You're giving birth to actions that are inspired by God, by the Father. You, you're, you're giving birth to actions that are 
that, that love actions while he's constantly, always, and often building himself into you, more of him every day. This is how your life changes. It has nothing to do with you trying to change your habits other than studying. <laughs> studying to show yourself approved under God. <laughs> you know, but it has nothing you, you know, trying to, all these things that you deal with in, in your natural life, these things that seem to have a grip on you. See, by, when, you, when you become one with his word, it's going to produce fruit. What kind of fruit? It's going to produce the kind of fruit that's going to clean all that mess out of you and a bunch of other stuff. It's going to bring, give life to the promises of God in your life and to the ability of God working on the inside of you. That's why I always tell you your atmosphere changes. We are atmosphere changes. And that, and that other verse is, Herein is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit or much love fruit. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful thing to bear God's fruit. Let's look at John chapter 6, verse 63. John chapter 6, verse 63. Thank you, Jesus. Find me a reader or you read it. <laughs> you said 663 in yeah. John. Yes. It is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh is nothing. The words that I speak unto you, our spirit and our life. It is a spirit that makes alive. Is that what it says? Quickeneth. Well, he quickeneth. He makes alive. Quicken means to make alive. What's the second part of the verse? The words that I speak unto you are spirit and life. They are spirit and they are life. They are born of the spirit. They possess the life of God. All right? In the lips of men, they recreate men. They give courage to the faint. They give faith to the doubter. They transform the weak and the strong. It's transformative. They are spirits and they are life. They have in them the element that puts men over uh, after they've been defeated. My God, they're life, they're spirit, and they are life. They're powerful. When a man's in a defeated posture, he gets a hold of God's word. Some of you have had this happen to you. You get a hold of God's word, it becomes your reality, and all of a sudden, man, you just you just run over that thing that was trying to run over you. Amen. It's happened to me. I'm sure it's happened to some of y'all. If not, it's going. It's about to. You stay in His word, and make His word your priority. Amen. 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 All right. I'll tell you. Let's look at another passage that's familiar. Colossians chapter 1, verses 12 through 14. Colossians 1, 12 through 14. That's with the C, Dorothy. <laughs> Thank you. I was going to ask. Maybe you need to tell us. Yeah. It was the, Galatians? It was Galatians and Colossians. I, I used to say that. And Dorothy would say, that was the G or with the C? <laughs> 
<laughs> so I, I clarified. We love to clarify. Get mixed up. Yeah. Okay. Colossians um, so 1, verses 12 to 14. Giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who have delivered us from the power of darkness and have translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. Firstborn of every creature. Now listen to this. Giving thanks unto the Father who has given us the ability to enjoy our share of the inheritance of the saints in life. You see... He has built into me his own ability, and now his ability in me enables me to be a partaker or to partake of my share of the thing that Christ got to gave me through his substitutionary work. It is my inheritance. You have an inheritance, brothers and sisters, and he made you qualified. He made you a partaker made you a partner with Jesus' inheritance. Man, that's powerful. It, it may be wisdom, so I'll know how to use knowledge. Wisdom is the ability to use knowledge. I'll know how to use knowledge that I have gained through the Word. It may be that I can forbear, so that I can have joy in the hard place, wherever it is. Things are disagreeable, and, and when bitterness and selfishness run, run, you know, just come at me, you know, you know, I mean, oh, my gosh, man. Let me tell you, we have that inheritance. Yes, we do. I'm, I'm a master over weakness, and I'm a master. It makes me a master over weakness and a master over selfishness. My goodness. I receive um, that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Or maybe that I need strength in my inward man to keep me steady in my in my place in life so that I that I may live live as, as Jesus uh will live in as Jesus did, would live in my place. That I would look like him, that I was that I would talk like him and walk like him. That I would believe like he believed. You see, I'm going to have the, I'm going to have my share of the inheritance of saints in life. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm going to have my share, and you're going to have your share. That's why you're on this Bible study tonight. Glory to God. Yes, we got regardless of how much that may mean, it belongs to me. I'm going to have my share. Yeah. Mm. And, and one of the ways that you're going to access it, you're going to have it, you're going to really understand it, understand the rest of this verse. Who delivered us out of the authority of darkness and translated? Everybody said, I've been translated. I've been translated. I've been translated. Into the kingdom of the Son of God. That's right. So you, when you start, when you start, when you make that about your day, when you're going through things, you'll say, "I've been translated into the kingdom of the Son of His love." 
I've been translated. I, I, I don't live here anymore. I live in God's kingdom. I'm one with him. I, I'm, I'm to experience him. I'm to bear fruit. He's a vine. I'm a branch, and the branches bear fruit. My Lord. Man. Thank you, Jesus. You know, so, so few believers notice they're delivered out of the authority of Satan. Yes, so many people just fight and say, why are you fighting him? He's already, he's already defeated. You've already been delivered out of that. Amen. You believe, therefore you speak. Why are you fighting and yelling and chasing demons? And they're chasing you and you're chasing them. They're chasing you and you're chasing them. The battle's been won. Yeah, the battle's on. It's been won. Oh, the battle has been won. There's no chasing. Mm-hmm. It's like, like Paul said, it's like shadow boxing. Mm-hmm. You're just fighting that. You're beating the air. There's nothing there. It's already been defeated. Amen. When are you going to take your authority? Amen. When are you going to live in that place? Victory. Amen. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Satan has been redeemed. I'm sorry. Satan has been defeated. You've been redeemed. All right. Satan has no legal authority over any believer. And we have a a legal right to live in our liberty in Christ Jesus. The legal right, that, you know, that can't, the legal aspect of our redemption is the shed, the shed blood of Jesus Christ. That legally brought us into his family, and that legally, legally bound the enemy from, from, from having sway over any believer. Man. Mm. I don't see anybody jumping through the phone, but I guess you hear me, and some of you might believe me, and some of you just don't know yet. Some of you still want to fight the devil. I hope nobody on this call wants to fight the devil when you already got the picture. No, not on this call. Not on this call. Amen. Have victory in Jesus. Amen. 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 I already got the victory. Amen. That's right. Thank you, Jesus. We're conquerors. Yeah. Yeah. The the you know there's some believers that don't know that Satan has no dominion over them now. Without them giving it now now it. They can give him consent. They can allow him in there. They can open that door and say, hey, buddy, come on in. I miss you. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of us are We're not going to give him place, are we? Mm-hmm. We're not going to give no place to the devil. He said, notice what I said. In the scripture, says, give no place to the devil. Did give no place. What? What do you mean? Because you'd have to give him place because he don't have place. In he doesn't have that place unless you give it to him because he's defeated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. We've been translating. You are change. breaking it down beautifully. Amen. Amen. I mean, Jesus said, what did Jesus say? He said, I'm the light of the world. He said, he that follow me shall not walk in darkness but you have the light of life. You have the light of life. You're not to walk in darkness. You see, that's a strange expression, the light of life. But the word life, um, the Greek word for that is Zoe, which means not just any kind of life. It's the same quality of the life of the person who gave it. Mm-hmm. 
the God quality of life. We have God's quality of life. And God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. So if you have his light, then there's no darkness in you at all either. Amen. Amen? Amen. Why? Amen. You've been translated. That's right, because why? why? You've been translated into the life realm. You're in God's realm. You are in the beloved. You are in him. You are in the family of God. I hope you're getting blessed now. I'm telling you right now, I don't know how much longer I can be quiet. Hallelujah. Mm. Yes. And as a, as, as, as a member of that family, I want you to get this. I want you to understand this. Each and every person, understand this. God wants you to know this tonight. As a member of God's family, you have the authority over the circumstances that surround you. Amen. You have the authority over the circumstances that surround you. Let's look at let's look at how Paul looks at how Paul looks at it. Uh, Philippians chapter four verse eleven. Philippians four eleven. Four eleven and it reads Now that I speak in respect not that I speak in respect of want, but I have learned in whatsoever state I am, therewith to be content. I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer me. Mm-hmm. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens. I can do what? All, all things. What he's saying, he says, I've come to recognize that my Father is greater than all and that every need of mine is met. We I don't master circumstances. Huh? We master circumstances. Every need of mine is met. He is the God of all ability. And he's not, he's not, he's a God of all of my ability, but he's also my father. Mm-hmm. He's your father, brothers and sisters. The God of all ability is your father. You come to realize, we come to realize that. Oh, yes, he is my father. Hallelujah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You know, we come to realize that. Yes. When we come to realize that Philippians 4.13 becomes a part of our daily life, I can do all things in him who strengthens me. It's that simple. That's why you won't fail. That's why when things get tough, you won't just look to yourself. You'll call on the wisdom of God. You'll call on the greater one who's on the inside of you. You know, when I say call on wisdom, First uh, Corinthians 1.30 says that, that Jesus has been made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. That's what's in you. His wisdom, his righteousness. So pastor, yes, so, dear. So, Pastor, does that mean that, uh, are you talking about we already have authority, we don't have to take authority because we are the kids king, We are the kids of the king, and Satan already knows that we have authority over him. 
you got to lift his foot. <laughs> when you, when you, I, I look at it like this. We I mean, haven't started. You, you use the name of Jesus. You need, you use the name of Jesus. I realize this. But well, you use as it. a whole, you don't have to walk around taking authority over everything. Well, what you, well, well, I understand what you're saying, but like you said, you said it best. I have authority, okay, and I accept that authority. That's why it's important to know what you have authority over. You, you know the word that tells you you have authority over, and and of course it's signed, sealed, and delivered by the name of Jesus. It's actually signed, sealed, and delivered by the blood of Jesus. But but you recognize that you're in Christ Jesus because your approach to God from now on, your approach your approach and my approach to God is always going to be in and through Jesus Christ. There's yes. there's no other approach to the Father but through Christ Jesus. So the best right. way to take Amen. authority, the best way the best way to take authority is to do what? Is the word that you right. know? To, to, that's right. To never get in to to never be in fear. To approach it, he gave you armor. He gave you armor. That means you have the armor. You're well equipped. You've already defeated Satan. He's already defeated. The bottom line is, when he comes to approach you, are you going to? Uh, I'll tell you what. Go to Luke chapter ten, verse nineteen. This is what Jesus told his disciples. But this same thing, even more so now, because he told them this before they resurrected, before he resurrected. But look at look what he told them then, and we we actually live in this dispensation now. Okay, go ahead. Luke ten nineteen. Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and and over all. Read it again. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nothing. And so that's that's on that side of redemption. Now we're on this side of redemption to where that Jesus stripped the enemy of all power. He has no power. You know, some people are so funny because you have some believers. They believe in what is called dualism, that, that Satan has equal amount of evil power that God has of good power. You know, and they, you know, yeah, that's right. Yeah, but most people don't because that's why they fight demons. That's why they fight. I mean, they fight so hard. They be spitting, slobbering, and screaming and yelling at the devil. When let me tell you, let me give you a perfect example. When Jesus was in that boat that night, and he was over in that corner sleeping, and the waves kicked up, and the waters got rough, and the disciples got into fear, and they went over there and woke him up. Don't you care that we're about to perish? <laughs> and he got to say, oh, you're a little face. And here's what he said. He said, they said he said, peace be still. But what he said was, shh. Yep, silent. That's what he said. Now, why do I go, go yelling and screaming at that devil when I just said, shut up? Yeah, you have no, you have nothing, you're nobody. I'm not even going to spend time with you. Bye. Bye, boy. Boy, bye. <laughs> In Jesus' name. Yeah. Amen. It's that simple. Amen. 
Some of you are just trembling and you're in fear and you're upset and you're torn upside down and you won't and you won't just you won't let them know that you you see he sees you. You know I I think I told you the story about about that uh, about those missionaries down there in Panama. And he said, you know, one of the missionaries, I heard her say it. She's the one who gave the, the witch doctor the book. She gave him the, 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 the um, track. And then somebody says, no, take that thing. Don't give that to him. Don't give it to him because he's just going to put curses on him. She said, oh, no, let him have it. She says, so the next morning, the witch doctor came back and, got, and he had gotten saved just through that track. And so he was telling the people, he said, he was talking to her what he saw before he got saved. He was telling her, telling them what what he about Christians. She said, "Yeah, we saw." He says, "We saw you when you were set one days out." He says, "Because now he's looking from the spirit realm." He says, "Because we saw light." He said, well, "We knew you. It was you because you're a Christian." He said, "But that Christians have light in them." And they walked down into that jungle. He says. The next thing we needed to know, we knew who you were. The next thing with, that we needed to know is if you knew who you were. Because if you don't know who you were, then we can we can affect you. But if you if you know who you are, there's nothing we could do to you. True story. If you don't recognize the power within. Yeah. Exactly. Well, let's talk about that. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So, you know, I can do all things through, through Christ who strengthens me. It's that simple. I'm moving out of the realm of, of my own human weakness into the great, big, wide-open realm of Zoe or life. Amen? And back over in Colossians, and you get, you get in verse 14, Colossians 1, 14, it says, In whom... I have redemption and a remission of my of sins or trespasses. You see, I have my redemption. Satan has no dominion over me. I've been redeemed from him. I have it. I've been set free. I've been I've been made free. I don't want to say set free. I've been made free. I am free. Amen. I'm as free as Israel was from Egypt. Egypt's bondage. I'm free. The resurrection of Jesus Christ. Yeah, the resurrection of Jesus Christ has delivered me from my old master. I've been released. I've been made free. I'm united. I'm tied up with, with, with my seated Lord. I'm seated with him. You see, it's no longer a life struggling and trying. I'm already in it. Because he put me in it. He put you in it. He took you out of bondage, and he put you in the realm of freedom. And you reign as a king through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Are you all getting this tonight? Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. I know you get Maybe I'll just quit. Maybe I'll Amen. hang on. Maybe I don't want to choke you all on this good word now. We're doing it, Pastor. Amen. Glory to God. You know, we come to the realization that we reign as kings. Mm -hmm. We pay no attention to the things that 
that used to fill us with fear. Why? There's no room for fear because we're occupied with the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord is my caretaker. The Lord is my provider, my bread provider. The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom or what shall I be afraid? I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of disease. I'm not afraid of sickness. I'm not afraid of getting old. I've told them this is, you know, we had a great time. Um, Jackie went down with us yesterday in North Carolina. Jackie, are those people excited down there? She must have fell off. Those people, they're all in the 70s up into the mid-90s and upper 90s. Those people down there, got so, they're so excited about what they're hearing and learning about Jesus down there. They're not afraid to die. They're not afraid. There's no fear. The fear is leaving them. You should see them. They're so excited down there. They hear this word. They get so, they get so excited. You see, that old human spirit, our old human spirit has received the nature and the life of God. And in that nature, let me tell you something. When you receive, I got, I got to tell you all something now. When you receive that nature and that life, there's no age. There's no age. You bypass age when you came in, when you got saved again. Once you come into the saving knowledge of Jesus, and once you allow him to build himself in you, once you be that branch that came out of that vine, you don't even think about age. Oh, cool, cool. Quiet, smart oh, cool. Amen. I'm not afraid of those things. We're not afraid of those things. There are no days and years to the human spirit. That's why, that's why the scripture says we'll never taste death. We're transported. We're, we won't taste death. We're transported. We're just trans. All we're doing is we're just we're just going to be transferred from this body into the presence of our dear Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, sir. Yep. There's no days and no years to the human spirit. Days and years belong to the morality, to the body. But we have what kind of life? Eternal life. We have received eternal life in our spirits. And now we're walking in the fullness. See, God wants you and me to, we want all of us to walk in the fullness of this life right here and, and this life. Right now. Now. Right. This is why it's important to do exactly what you all are doing. That is your desire. Nobody can't tell me. I know the people on this call, and nobody can't tell me that's not your desire. I already know that you walk in the fullness in the fullness of your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and the fullness of this life that we've been given through Christ Jesus. Now, you should, you, you pat yourself on the back, but not too hard. Just keep going. Just keep going. Just, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's, let's be that church that's, that, that's going to that's gonna glorify God. Amen. Amen. That's right. Yes, let's be the church that's going to, let's be the church. Yes. Hallelujah. We walk in light as he is in light. The scripture tells us we walk in light as he is in light. And we have fellowship with one another with the light and with the light the light giver. We're not walking in darkness. We know we're going to, we know we're, you know, we know where we're going. Because he has become light 
and he's our life. Amen. He's become the light, and he's our light. The light of our life, brother. Yeah. You see, there's such a, a reality in this union with Christ that it, it changes your whole outlook. Tonight, some of us are getting a new perspective, a new outlook. I'm telling you, you get, you, you're getting that outlook. It's easy to say, well, I know that all the time. No, you didn't know that all the time. You're getting it now, and the Holy Ghost is revealing it to me and you and all of us at the same time. We'll get more and more and more. That's Amen. Right. Amen. Right. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We're not walking in darkness. We know where we're going. We know where we're going. Thank you, Jesus. You see, we this is how this is what we become as righteousness conscious. We have become the righteousness of God in Him, in Christ Jesus. What does that mean? That's the end of condemnation. That's the end of condemnation. No more condemnation. That is the beginning of real, true fellowship. That is the beginning of an unveiling of our rights and our privileges as sons and daughters of children of God. That is the beginning of bearing fruits of righteousness. What a wonderful, what a wonderful life we have in Christ Jesus. Jesus, you know, he was the first to bear the fruits of righteousness. He was the first. And then we were grafted into the vine, and the branches became the righteousness of the fruit bearers. We became righteous and fruit bearers, I put it that way. We're masters over that old life we had in slavery. We're masters over that now. We don't keep going back to that. We don't fall back on that. We're coming out of that. We don't, we don't even like the smell of it, the taste of it, the stench of it. My God, we're not afraid of anything that he can do, uh, do because our Father is greater than all. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And Jesus said, if a man loves me and keep my words and my and my Father will love him, and we will come, and we will make our abode with him. We'll make our home in him. I'm not afraid of poverty. I'm not afraid of lack or anything. Because he lives with me. He's here. Thank you, Jesus. He knows what I got in my pocketbook. He knows what my needs are. He knows what the bills are. The Father himself loves me. This is beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Amen. Yes. Amen. You see, this makes you appreciate what it means to have been made righteous with his righteousness, with his righteousness, because we have what he has. So without condemnation, I walk into his presence at any time. I never think about faith anymore, uh, any more than a child who's walking happily, you know, to his friend. I don't think about I'm, I, I'm in there. I'm not going beyond that. I, <laughs> you know, faces, I need face, yes. But if you go beyond your face, could you just go right in there and jump? You know, how your kids, my grandkids especially, you know, even more so than my kids. Knowing. They come up in their house, they go run up in that refrigerator. I want so-and-so and so. Grandma, made me some pancakes. Grandma, I want to... Grandma, okay, 
because I mean they you know they don't, there's no there's nothing to stop them they they come in because they're at home that's saying we are as righteous as the children of God as the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus there's no lack there's no lack all that the Father has belongs to his children all that Jesus did is and is belongs to you and me. You've got to understand, you see, righteousness gives us our standing before our Father. It is, it is what we, really, what we really, 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 really are in Christ. Not what he's trying to make us. It's what we are. We're a new creation. That's sure. That's, that, that sign seals are delivered by the blood of Jesus. Now, what's the goal? What should be the goal for you and me to become God-inside-minded? When you become God-inside-minded that he's in you, that you have his life in you, when you become, when that's the way you think and that's the way you approach every circumstance and situation, expect a change because it's coming. It's coming. It's yours. It's mine. Do you believe it tonight? Amen. 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 Absolutely. Amen. Yes. My God. Hallelujah, man. I'm just so excited. And I'm just so excited about it. I have the ability, you have the ability to God to meet every emergency. You have the strength enough uh, you have, you got enough strength. You got everything. Wealth and riches are in your house. You're redeemed. We're learning. We know how to enjoy our freedom in Christ. We ain't seen nothing yet. Hallelujah. Glory Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. I want y'all to go back and please go back and listen to this Bible study over and over again. Did it bless you tonight? Yes. 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 Go back and go back. Yeah. Go back and listen to it again. You got the. If you don't have the callback number, let Pastor Perlene know. She'll get that callback number to you. Don't let these things lay on the sidelines. I used to listen to tapes over and over and over and over and over to almost know every word that was in those tapes. I go back because every time I go back to listen, I get something more and more and more and more. Because mm-hmm. God is constantly revealing himself through the truth of his word. Yes, Amen. he is. Don't lay these things on the sidelines. You got to take advantage of it. Go back and listen to it. Let's catch a part of it, then go back and get another part of it. Those things are out there. Um, I, I think soon they'll be on our podcast, but right now we've got a callback number. Once we get them on the podcast, you can go right back to the podcast and you can listen. Listen, I want to thank each and every one of y'all that sows into this ministry financially. I want you to know that it's appreciated here, but God appreciates it more. God wants to push, push this gospel forward. And I want you to know that we speak life over it. Every every cent that we get in here, we speak life over it. 
We oh, call yeah. it. We call it seed, and it produces more seed. Yes, because sir. Because I know. Because when you do it, you do it. You don't do it in fear. You do it out of love. And doing it out of love, when you give out of love, you know what that is? That is that is a part of the life of God working on the inside of you. Huh? Huh? I'm going to tell you, you you given. That's right. You give into good works. I'm telling you, whether it's this work or whatever, you give into good works. You don't give out of fear or out of necessity. He made that clear. You don't give out of fear, out of necessity. You get out of, of a heart of love. And when you anything you do by love, you're doing by faith. So I just want you to know, right now we speak life over every, every, wherever you sow, when you sow into this ministry. The fact that you sow out of a heart of love, it produces a harvest. It's called a there's a law called a law of reciprocity. The Bible talks about God. You know, when you when anything you do in love, you're going to get back love. Yeah. Right. Amen. That's right. That's it's a, I believe you know, that wholeheartedly. Yeah, you know that verse of scripture. I think it's First Corinthians nine six. So I forget what it is. And it says, "Give, and it shall be given unto you, good measure." Pressed down, shaken together, and running over, shall men give unto your bosom. You know mm-hmm. what? That's not that wasn't even talking about money. You know what that was talking about? Talking about love, mercy, yeah. forgiveness. That's right. And you that's right. Given it shall be given unto you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, together and running over. And 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 people included finances. It was okay. It's okay to include finances there. We don't want to make that a law. But it's, okay. it is a it's a it's a law of reciprocity. Give, you know, give love when you go out, love on people. You know, okay. give forgiveness, Amen. give forgiveness, forgive, have mercy. Okay. Amen. That's right. Amen. We we speak we speak life over all your finances. We speak life over your family. We we speak supernatural life over uh, every 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 penny you give. We speak supernatural, supernatural life over every word that you sow, uh, every word of God that you sow, because it produces a harvest. Yes. Amen. 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 And we thank God for you, Father. And I'm going to pray us out tonight, Father, in the name of Jesus. I thank you. We thank you for your word and the reality of your word. We thank you, Lord. I, I, I know you did something tonight, Lord. You're always doing something. You always have life. Life is always revealed in your word, and, and it's revealed by your spirit. And I think that your spirit, the Holy Spirit, has revealed these things to the heart of your people tonight. And, Lord, and we can declare without any doubt, without any doubting, we can declare that, that they'll never, we'll never be the same again, that we're constantly, constantly being being. Uh, uh, being transformed into the image of our, of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We Amen. thank you for this transformation that only you can do. Yes. We thank yes. you, Father. We only want the things that only you can do, not what we can do on our own. We want the things that you do because you love us, because you empower us, because we have your life, yes. because we have the same life that Jesus Christ has. Father, we thank you that we're heirs, and heirs, your heirs, Father, that that we have an inheritance, that we live in an inheritance that you gave to Jesus, that we're partakers of that life. We're partakers of that inheritance. Thank you, So, Jesus. Father, thank we you, thank Father. you for it, and we thank receive you. it. We thank you, Father, that everyone on this call, their seed, their families are blessed. 
we thank you that these are atmosphere changes, Father, that they know yes. that they, wherever they go, that they carry your glory, they carry your presence. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that we are, in, we are in your family and we're just an extension of your glory. Oh, so, yeah. Father, we thank you. And we give you all the glory and all the honor and all the praise. Thank Jesus. you, sir. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Anybody have any? Before we go, are there any comments? I just continually uh, I would, want to say I thank God for you. Thank God for you. I thank God for you, Amen. too, for all of you. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank and you. Good word. Thank you. Strengthen us. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. We can do it because, because that's in the present. He's, that's right. He's not only, he not only strengthened us, he is strengthening us. He is constantly, always. He is our strength. Amen. 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 He is. It's in the present. It doesn't. It doesn't stop because he never slumbers or sleeps. That's right. So, so he's strengthening us. Is is continual. It'll never stop. That's right. We live in the overflow. Everything. Yeah. That's right. We live in the complete overflow of everything that belongs to God. That that is is ours. Amen. 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 Will you all rest rest well and just and just enjoy your life in Christ Jesus. Have a good night. Good night. God bless. Good night. God bless. We love you all. Good night. Yes. Good night.
Jayon and Haven. Are we still waiting for them to let us in? get to us and talk to us now. Can we stop the um, thing and hang on? It'll be done before we get there. Um. Oh, dang, we left.